0: My name is Isabel Clausen, the host of the Girl, God's Got You podcast. This podcast was created to remind women that Girl, God's got you, and he wants to help you live the life you were created to live. Have you ever struggled with believing in yourself, having fear about navigating your future, understanding your life purpose, or managing overwhelming stress? Well, if you've gone through any of these experiences, then this podcast is for you. And I want to encourage you that no matter what you go through, no matter what you think of yourself, no matter how much someone hurts you, no matter what level of self-confidence you have, no matter how much fear you have about the future, God is here for you no matter what. Girl, God's got you, and he always will. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning back into the Girl, God's Got You podcast. I'm super excited for this episode today because we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics, which is health, fitness, and nutrition. I love all of these topics. I love talking about health. I love learning about different workouts, different fun snacks and meals to make, and also a kind of healthy mindset to have. So today I'm going to be sharing my top 10 tips on how to stay fit and healthy when you're in a busy time in life. For me, I'm a college student, so it's hard to balance everything with school, a schedule. I know some college students work. I currently work on my breaks. I don't work during school, but I know it's definitely hard to balance a healthy lifestyle when you're putting work on top of a full school schedule. Or maybe you're listening to this and maybe you're not in college. Maybe you have a job and you're out of college. Maybe you are starting your career or maybe you're in high school and you're still trying to balance everything especially as young adults whatever stage we're in whether it's high school when we're in college when we're in the post-grad season it can be really hard to make time for health nutrition sleep going to the gym working out in your room it can be super hard to balance all that but today i want to tell you that hey girl god's got you He wants to be here for you. He wants you to take care of the body that he gave you. He wants you to honor the temple that he gave you. Our bodies are temples, and we have to make sure to take care of them because it's great to have a good heart, a good mind, but it's hard for us to do stuff and say stuff when we're not actually taking care of the being that holds our hearts and minds. So with that being said, I want to jumpstart this episode with a really good verse from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 8, and it states, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and life to come. What I really like about this verse is it talks about how physical training is of some value. We should take care of our bodies. We should honor the temples that we're in. But the reason that we should take care of our physical beings is for a greater purpose. And that's so that we can live for God, speak His truth, and behave in such a way that we can actually spread Jesus' light. If we're unhealthy, we're not taking care of our body. It can be really hard to do that because logically, we have to physically take care of the body that we're in to be able to speak well, to be able to move around well. is just simply like that. Because if we're sick, we're not taking care of our bodies, we're not as productive in doing things for God. That's just the simple nature of it. However, it states that even though physical training is of some value, godliness has value for all things. So we can't put all of our focus on what we look like, what we eat, how much we work out. I know I have a struggle with this because... While I do love fitness and healthy food, it's always been a struggle for me to find the balance between it being obsessive and being, you know, my favorite thing to do versus I'm doing it ultimately for God's glory so that I could serve him and serve others well. So this verse just wraps up the fact that, yes, the physical training is important. We should take care of our bodies, but we should do it at the end of the day to glorify God and use our gifts to serve him. So I wanted to share that to start off, just so we have a good, healthy mindset, and so that when we're trying to be healthy and we don't have a lot of motivation, maybe we don't want to work out, maybe we don't want to eat healthy, we could say, hey, at the end of the day, why am I doing this? I should do this to glorify God so that I could live a healthy life and spread His light as effectively as possible. And I think that will really give us the motivation and the strength we need and discipline we need to follow through on our healthy lifestyle. So I want to share that verse not only to encourage you but to encourage myself so that I'm reminded not to put all of my self-worth in how much I work out, how healthy I eat, but put my self-worth in what God thinks of me and that I should use health, nutrition, fitness as a tool to glorify God and make an impact with the life that he has given me. So now I want to go into my top 10 tips on how to be healthy and fit and eat nutritiously and take care of your body even in a busy season. So I'm going to direct this a lot to people in college but it could also definitely be applied to people in high school or people who have started their careers or maybe you've been in your career for decades and you just want to know how to balance your life better. So my first tip I have for all of you is this, have the mindset that something is better than nothing. Now I really love this tip and it helps me a lot because there's days where maybe you accidentally sleep in and you can't have that complete workout that you wanted to do. Or maybe you went to bed really late and you weren't able to get good sleep and so you don't have as much energy in the day. Maybe you're too busy to meal prep your food or to go to the grocery store. There's different times where our plan doesn't always follow through and we don't get to have our way in everything because life happens and we have to be selfless for others and that sometimes means we have to sacrifice our different comfortabilities and our routines. However, having the something is better than nothing mindset could help you calm down and still get something done in the day as far as health and fitness goes so that you feel better and that you know that at the end of the day you still took care of your body even if it's just in the little things. An example of this is maybe you woke up kind of late and you don't have time for a complete workout. So maybe you opt to do a really high intense 15 minute cardio workout and then do three one-minute planks or something like that. That way you were really sweaty, you really had to push yourself, but you had to push yourself for a short period of time. And even though though the workout took under 20 minutes, you still were sweating a lot and you still gave your max effort. This tip has really helped me because I think, oh, in order for me to get a solid workout in, I have to work out for a long period of time. But in reality, if we push ourselves super, super hard for a short amount of time, we're honestly burning almost just as, as much calories as if we were at the gym for an hour, hour and a half, and yes, we were pushing ourselves, but it wasn't super, super hard to where we couldn't go any farther. If you only have 20 minutes or only even have 10 minutes, use this as motivation and tell yourself, okay, I only have 10 minutes of my day where I could move around or have, you know, my moment of fitness, so I'm going to use these 10 minutes to the best of my ability and I'm going to go super hard, okay? And that honestly can make one of best workouts of your week, knowing I only got this amount of time, so I better make it good. When it comes to food with this something-is-better-than-nothing mindset, understand that, okay, maybe you weren't able to go grocery shopping, however, you maybe have some frozen veggies in the freezer that you could pop in the microwave or saute in a pan. Even if you don't have fresh fruits or vegetables, you still have options that, even though it's not the best, it's better than nothing. Or maybe you don't have any fresh produce in your house and all you have is a can of tuna or all you have is you know a piece of chicken from last night's dinner. Think, okay, this isn't the healthiest option, I'm not getting you know all my macronutrients and micronutrients in. However, I'm still having this protein and it still tastes pretty good and I'm going to have it with some seasonings on it, I'm going to have it with some toast or crackers or rice or something and even though it's not the best, I still did my best. So when you don't have a lot of groceries in the house and all you have is just your basics, Opt for those basics instead of just going right to junk food. Because I don't know if this is how it is for you, but sometimes when I don't know what to eat, I just snack on crackers or nuts, and yeah, they're okay, but it's not the same as having a full meal. So if in your head you thought you'd have this really good meal with a lot of vegetables and a lot of protein, but at the end of the day you only have the basics at your house, just go for the basics. Maybe you just have oatmeal, so make a bowl of oats with some cinnamon in it. Maybe all you have is just a couple potatoes. Pop those in the microwave, put on some salt and ketchup, and call it good. As long as you have your basics, which you probably do have, and you don't have all the extra things, it's still okay to have the basics and just try again tomorrow to go to the grocery store, fill up on all the things you want to have, but know that it's okay if your routine kind of changes. Because routine is good, I'd say, for 80% of the time. The other 20% of the time, you can't really expect. And that's okay, because it's not your fault that you didn't plan. Your time just ran out in your day. And that happens to all of us so the second tip i have is a little bit more specific and it's to do two one minute planks in the morning and i'm going to actually start doing this more often i kind of used to do this or kind of wanted to do it a long time ago but then when i was writing out all of these goals and all these tips i thought hmm i'm going to start doing this again and i heard a youtuber say it years ago that the second she wakes up she does a couple planks in the morning you know after she obviously goes to the bathroom drink some water but she does those before getting ready for the day, before working out, before making breakfast, before making her bed. She just drops to the ground, does two one-minute planks and one minute may sound like not a lot but it is really really hard to have good form and just do one minute and if you do a one-minute plank, rest for 30 seconds and do another one, it's super hard. Your abs will be on fire but the rest of the day at least you did something and you could start your day off right or maybe you like to go to the gym in the mornings. You could do your two one-minute planks, go to, you know, make your bed, get your clothes on, eat some food, and then go to the gym, and hey, it's another extra workout you got in, but it's a good way to start your day on a really productive note, thinking, okay, I got something done. If I don't get anything else done today, at least I know I did these two planks, but hey, I conquered it, and I'm gonna have nice, tight abs the rest of the day. So my third tip for you guys, When you're in a busy season and you still want to stay fit and healthy is to always hold in your core. So how did I how did I start doing this? When I was five I was in ballet and our teacher always said okay suck in your stomach and I thought oh my gosh how do I suck in my stomach and breathe at the same time? I didn't really understand and it was really hard and I didn't get it and I know a lot of people don't really get that like how do you all suck in your stomach but still breathe normally all the time 24 7. So I kind of did that when I was five in ballet, but then I stopped like a couple months ago, or not a couple months ago, oh my gosh, I stopped a couple months after I was five. I only did it for a little while because I did not like it. But when I was 11 and I started to run with my mom, she said, always um, suck in your core because it'll really help you with running. And I thought, okay, I'll do that. And then when I was about 12 and 13, I started doing ab workouts and I pretty much just started working out. And my mom was saying that the best ab workout you could ever do this hole in your stomach all day and I thought to myself that's so true because when you're doing a plank you're sucking in your core when you're doing leg raises or crunches you're sucking in your core so if you just clench your core all day you will get the best ab workout ever and let me just say that this also helps your posture too it also helps how you feel how confident you feel because when you roll your shoulders back and you have good posture you naturally want to suck your core in so if you always suck your core in, you naturally want to have good posture So that's a plus. When I'm saying suck in your core, I'm essentially just saying suck in your stomach. It's going to feel weird at first, but if you suck in your stomach, you're going to feel better about yourself and your core is going to stay nice and tight, which over time it'll naturally stay that tight. It's a great way to do an ab exercise without ever knowing it. However, what I found is that when I'm sitting down, I forget to hold in my core as much. So when I make sure to sit down I really try to think. Okay, I'm going to hold my core in, and I try to concentrate it for a little while at first, and then, you know, a couple minutes later, I think, okay, I'm naturally doing it. It's fine. But when I first started sitting down and trying to hold in my core, it was really hard for some reason. Another tip I have though is when you study, or maybe if you're on your laptop a lot, consider getting a stand up desk or just standing up at the counter. It really helps standing up because that really helps you naturally hold in your core rather than when you're sitting down. It's easy to slouch. and kind of stick your stomach out and not hold anything in. And then after a while, your back hurts. But holding in your core will help your lower back. It'll help your posture. And at the end of the day, it'll help your abs. So that's something that has really helped me when I'm busy and maybe I can't do as many abs that often. So number four, tip number four is this. Understand your macros in each meal. Now I'm getting kind of a little verbiage-y, a little jargony with this because not everyone knows what macros are. And a side note, I love watching fitness YouTubers and looking at different fitness accounts for different inspiration and healthy meal ideas and workout ideas. Whenever they talk about macros, I just think it's so, I don't know, it always used to annoy me because there's so much more to food than just protein, fat, and carbs. There is so much more to food such as how much sugar is in it, how much sodium is in it, what ingredients are in it. You could eat something that has such high protein like a protein bar but it is so bad for you because there's so many chemicals, so many sugars or you can eat like carrots that have no protein at all but they're great for you. So it's not all about the macros but what I mean by this is I like to understand specifically how many carbs I have every day and it's not that I don't really care about protein or fat. But when I think of carbs, that's one of the biggest ways I think that girls especially struggle with weight. Because I've never met a girl that doesn't like carbs. I've never met a girl who doesn't like bread or bagels or rice or potatoes or cereal. Like, we we all love that. We also all love sugar and chocolate. But, I mean, everyone loves carbs because they taste good. They give us energy. But carbs convert to sugar, especially empty carbs like white flour, or um white rice or just a lot of crackers and just a lot of times it really does convert to sugar so I think that's how a lot of girls can get fluffy you know what I mean like they're not overweight but they want to be toned but they don't know how to be toned so you just you know what I mean so I like to try to think about how many carbs I have in the day just so I'm conscious of it I don't track how many calories I eat or how much protein I intake and I don't track the carbs or fat but I do like to kind of be mindful of what I'm eating. So for example, in the morning, if I have eggs and a piece of toast, I know, hey, for lunch, since I already had wheat, I probably won't have another piece of toast with my lunch. I'll have either, you know, just a salad with chicken on it, or maybe I will have some brown rice with some chicken and some vegetables, or maybe Um, I will have a rice cake with avocado and turkey on it like I know I probably won't have more gluten or wheat or you know bread again but I know that hey I may have some more carbs like you know rice cake crackers or tortilla um, or rice but I probably won't have wheat again. And then for dinner, I think, okay, I already had some some rice with lunch. I already had some bread with my breakfast. So tonight I'm probably just going to have basic, maybe just a salad with some chicken on it or with some turkey on it. Or maybe a whole of eggs and turkey and spinach. I probably would just kind of avoid more carbs because I already had some with my breakfast and lunch. Or maybe for breakfast I had oatmeal, okay, which has a lot of carbs. I love oatmeal. It's super yummy, super good for you, fills you up. And then maybe for lunch I had a really big rice bowl. For dinner, I think, okay, I'm definitely not going to have more carbs because I probably met my max today by having a lot of oatmeal and a lot of rice. So I'm just going to have a light salad tonight. And then for a snack, I'll have nuts or some chocolate that doesn't have as many carbs and it has more fat content. So that's kind of how I balance my carbs. Just being mindful of how many macros are in each meal. And then another thing I like to focus on for um, muscle growth is protein. I like to make sure to get about 60 to 70 grams a day. And I know that sounds like a lot, but I've done some research, and as far as to maintain an athletic build for a woman, 60 to 70 grams is a good amount. And you don't want to have too much protein because, yes, protein is important. But you don't want to overdo it because that can kind of mess with your hormones and it can really mess with your stomach and digestion, make you bloated, give you constipated, give you gas, all that, you know, great stuff. So when it comes to protein, I like to make sure to have a protein source every single meal. And I try to have it every single snack. Doesn't always work out, but, you know, I try. So really good ways that I like to have protein is I like to meal prep my chicken. And I think I'll talk about meal prepping a little bit later in this episode, but I like to cook about eight chicken breasts at the beginning of each week, and then just cut it up and do whatever I want with it, whether it's a salad, a rice bowl. Those are pretty much the two main things I eat for lunch and dinner, so super yummy. And then I also love protein powder. I love the Orgain organic chocolate. Uh, vegan protein powder. It doesn't have any whey products in it. It's the cheapest chocolate vegan protein powder I could find. I'm not sure if it's 100% the healthiest, because yes, protein powders have fillers in it, but it's organic and vegan, so it can't be that bad for you. But it has 20 grams of protein, super low sugar, and fat, so I love it. I'll link it in the show notes of this episode, but I like to either put that in oatmeal when I have oatmeal for breakfast or in a smoothie if I have a smoothie for breakfast or if I have a smoothie for a snack, I pop that protein in there. So protein powder really is a great way to incorporate, incorporate protein into oatmeal and smoothies and pancakes, things that you probably won't traditionally put protein powder in or have protein with. But since I like to have protein in my snacks and meals, I do love protein powder. I also love ground turkey and egg whites. Those are great ways to get protein in. So I just like to be conscious of making sure that in every meal I have some sort of protein. Or if I'm going to have apples or carrots, I like to have some trail mix with it, because almonds and trail mix, they don't have a lot of protein in it. They usually have a lot of fat, but they do have some natural plant-based protein, which I like. So that's kind of how I break down um, how much food I'm eating and what's in my food, just so I'm conscious of if I'm overdoing it on carbs or not eating enough protein. I'm just kind of aware of what I'm eating. So, number five, the fifth tip, is choose healthy, crunchy snacks. Oh, I love snacks so much. There's I have such a problem of eating when I'm bored because especially, or even not when I'm bored, when I'm doing stuff I don't want to do. Like, when I'm studying, I love studying, but there's a certain point where you don't want to study, but you have to, and what would really help is I just if I just had a healthy, crunchy snack, and I think, okay, I don't need to eat any more food because I'm not hungry at all, I already had a lot of food today, but I just want something. So eating healthy, crunchy snacks could help you concentrate, it could help you pass the time away. And we all have those moments where we know we're not hungry and we shouldn't eat, but we really want to. So instead of just killing yourself and thinking, okay, all I think about is food we i not going to eat any, instead choose to have some crunchy, healthy snacks, because at least you're eating, they're low-calorie, it's not really going to matter, but you're just finally having that snack that you really wanted. So the healthy, crunchy snacks that I like to eat that don't have a lot of calories, but also kind of satisfy my snacking, uh, tooth, I guess in a snacking tooth, sweet tooth, snacking tooth, I don't know. I like to have carrots, love carrots. Uh, blueberries, I don't eat them a lot because they're expensive and I don't like to spend a lot of money on fruit, but if they're there, I will eat them and they're wonderful because they're crunchy. Grapes are wonderful, love grapes so much, they're super crunchy and yummy. Popcorn, there's a lot of low calorie, low salt, low sugar popcorn, it doesn't have a lot of flavor, but hey, it's super crunchy and it's really good. And then I like to eat nuts. Those are not low-calorie, but they're low-carb and they're high-fat, so they will fill you up. So if you're legitimately hungry and you really want to eat something crunchy, nuts and trail mix is wonderful. Nuts and trail mix, also with sliced apples, those are crunchy and yummy. So good. Such a great snack. So so if you want to eat a food but you're not hungry but you really want something, go for low-calorie, crunchy fruits and veggies and maybe some popcorn. So tip six is wake up early if you need to. Now, people think I'm weird because my goal, time to get up in the morning, is 5 a.m. Usually it happens. Sometimes it doesn't just because I'm human and I need sleep. And there's days I just don't want to get up. But most of the time when I'm in my normal routine in my school year, I usually get up at 5 because I want to make time to work out. Now, a lot of people think, oh my gosh, you have class at 11. Why do you need to get up at 5 to work out? And I say, okay, I want to get up. I want to do Bible study. I want to have a small little breakfast. I want to go work out. I want to do homework, eat a little more breakfast because I'm still hungry. I need to get ready for the day. I want to just get some school done, some projects done. And by that time, it's 11. And if I woke up at 8 and did all that stuff, I would not have time to go to the gym and come back and shower. So what I tell myself is, okay, if I really want to work out today, I should do it in the morning. Because a lot of times, my morning is my morning, and I don't want to sound like that super selfish person, like, I need my me time, but in the morning, usually, that early, no one's up, and so I think, okay, this is my window of time to get this workout done, so that I don't have to think about it every day. If someone wants to go do something, or if someone wants me to do something for them, or if I have extra homework that I wasn't expecting, I can then do all these things, but in the morning, I still got my workout done, so I'm still being healthy, because let me tell you, it is so hard for me, personally, to go to the gym in the afternoon, I either have to tear myself away from homework, I either have to, um, you know, not hang out with my boyfriend, not hang out with my friend, not do the project I want to do, because I'm going to go to the gym. And I hate that feeling. I hate saying, okay, I'm going to go prioritize the gym over you, over my homework, sorry. I like to actually get it done in the morning, say, okay, it's off my list, I got it done, I'm still pursuing my healthy lifestyle, but I could also live my life and enjoy it and do all these other things that I want to do. So sometimes... I know we don't like waking up early, but sometimes you just got to do it if you really want to have that consistent workout routine and be on top of your fitness. I know not everyone likes to go to the gym five to six times a week. I know some people like to go three or four times a week, or some people, they just go on walks, and that's all they do for their physical fitness. Some people, they don't really care about working out as much or building muscle or being toned. Some people love it. I really have a hobby and a passion for fitness, so... If I want to get it done, I know that I probably need to get it done in the morning, because I probably will not get it done in the afternoon or the evening. That's just how my life is, and that's okay, because when I'm at the gym in the workout, I love it. Afterwards, I love it. Just right beforehand, it's really hard, but most of the time I'm able to get up early, and it's changed my life. I've really felt more fit. i felt more awake. I feel like I'm getting more stuff done, and even though I'm getting up early, I actually enjoy my life more when I get up early and do my workout and just pursue a healthy lifestyle. Okay, tip eight. All right, I know we're getting there. This is probably going to be a longer episode, but it's one of my favorite things to talk about, so I thought, why not talk about it? So here it is. Number seven, accept that it's not meant to be easy. I think it's so easy for us to see naturally fit, athletic girls or girls that are supernaturally skinny, whatever body image that you like or you have or you wish you had, whatever it is, we see these people that we, you know, quote, unquote, aspire to be, and we think, wow, it's so easy for them to look like that they naturally look like that they don't have to do anything you know if I want to look that way I have to eat super healthy I have to work out all the time I always have to watch what I'm doing but they have it easy and you know they're naturally born that way and let me just say that a lot of people are not born that way some are and those are the people that naturally are super naturally beautiful are blessed with you know wonderful bodies they don't really have to work at a Only a few people are like that. And the ones that are like that, of course they're going to be famous. Of course they're going to be models and on Instagram because that is such a rare breed that of course we're going to find out about it. But for the average person, if you want to be fit, toned, muscular, thin, whatever your ideal body type is, if you want to look like that, it's not going to be easy. Because for most people, it's not easy. And I think we have to accept that. And instead of thinking, oh, I'm jealous of that other person because she naturally looks like that. Or, oh, if only I naturally look like that. I then we have to get out of this mindset. We have to tell ourselves, this is the body shape I have. This is the body type I have. This is the lifestyle I'm living. It's not going to be easy. We have to come to terms with it and realize that, hey, I'm going to have to sacrifice my diet in order to have the health that I want. Because all of us, if we really honestly had it our way, we would all have a really bad diet and eat amazing, delicious, unhealthy foods because it tastes good, it brings us pleasure. We're going to have to sacrifice that diet if we want to actually be healthy on the inside and the outside. Now, stepping away from the outside appearance really quick, I just want to talk about that internally, eating healthy, whole foods will give you so much more energy and will help you feel good on the inside. So even if we see someone who maybe looks great, really good naturally, and they don't eat healthy, sure, that may work for them on the outside, but we can't forget on the inside how they're feeling. And we can't always focus on the outside appearance when it comes to health and fitness, because on the inside really matters. It's our organs. It's the chemistry of our body. It's our hormones. We want to be balanced in that way, not just how we look on the outside, but also what's going on on in the inside. So when we are trying to figure out what to do, Instead of having that diet where we eat whatever we want, we have to tell ourselves, hey, even though I want this donut, or I want this chocolate, or I want this ice cream, it'll taste great. Not only will I probably regret how I look if I continue to eat that, but in my body, I'm not going to feel good. I'm going to have so much sugar and empty carbs in me that I probably won't be able to sleep right. My digestion won't be good. I can't go to the bathroom well. Like, there's so many things that are messed up. If we have that mentality of, oh, that person doesn't have to do anything to look like that, but I do, I think we have to step out of that and say, hey, I want to be healthy on the inside. I also want to look good, but I also want to be healthy on the inside. So it's going to take work. And at the end of the day, it's not going to be easy. But you know what? If it was easy, everyone would be healthy. Everyone would look amazing. But you know what? Look at the world around us. The obesity rate is super high. I don't know if it's the highest it's ever been. I haven't, you know, checked that statistic recently. But it's really high. There's a lot of people that are overweight, that are lazy, that are not eating healthy food. Look around us. It's obviously not easy because most people don't do it. But if you really want to have energy, if you really want to feel good and feel awake and alive, I would encourage you to do the hard thing put in a little extra effort to work out, to make healthy food. And honestly, making healthy food actually in your kitchen is so much cheaper than buying packaged food. At the end of the day, it is cheaper. And two, you probably will have less doctor visits and and pay less money on prescriptions and cold medicine because the healthier you are, the less sick you'll be. Now, yes, I know that you can't avoid cancer or certain diseases because no matter how healthy we are, we can still get cancer and still get certain, you know, viruses. But in the most part we won't have to have all of these prescription medicines that we're taking because if we have a healthy diet, what we put in, we'll put out. So if we have a healthy diet, we'll probably be healthy on the outside and we'll have healthy results when it comes to our heart, when it comes to our blood pressure, when it comes to how much cholesterol we have. Also, too, when it comes to feeling uh, sick and having a cold, I think I have a cold about once a year. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I don't mean it like that, but I'm just saying that I eat pretty dang healthy, And I get a cold about once a year, and this year I got a cold, it's usually every winter, usually around finals because finals in the wintertime, I don't get a lot of sleep and that I think is the biggest cause for me getting a cold, but I had a cold for literally one day, I chose to sleep in the next day and it was gone, 100% gone. And before that, my last cold was the same time, the last winter. So I have a cold about once a year, but I have friends that are sick all the time. And I'm not saying that they're eating super unhealthy and they're, you know, not working out. But, you know, if you don't eat solid good foods, your immune system isn't going to be high. So I know I'm kind of rambling on this point. I don't really, really know where I'm going with it right now. But I just want to say that it's not meant to be easy and that we do have to make the hard decision. But the results are so worth it. You'll feel good. Your hormones will be balanced. You won't get sick as often. You'll also look good, which is great too. And at the end of the day, you will have more energy to do what you were created to do. So done with number seven. I'm going to go on to number eight now because you're probably bored of me talking about the same thing. But number eight is this. Do workouts you love. Oh my gosh. I think this is so important because so many people hate working out with a passion And I understand, some people simply don't like working out, no matter what workout it is. And yeah, there's times where I do not want to get up and go to the gym. I really don't want to do it, and in my head I'm like, I hate working out. But then when I'm there and I do what I'm loving, I actually really enjoy it. So if you're someone who you love to run, okay, you love going on runs, go on a run. Everyone's going to tell you, oh, you have to lift weights. Oh, you have to do body weight exercises. Oh, you have to do Hit cardio. Oh, no, you have to walk an incline on the treadmill. No, you should go hiking. If you hate all those things and you just want to go on a run and do a quick 10-minute ab workout in the morning, do it, okay? Yes, I think that, you know, a full form of exercise such as cardio and weights, you know, resistance training, mobility exercises, I think all around that's really healthy for you to do a variety of exercises. But honestly, if you're that person you really just want to run, Go for it. If that's what's going to help you stay healthy and motivated, do it. If you're someone who actually hates running so much, let me just say that you don't have to just run in order to be thin and slim. I think a lot of people run just because they want to be skinny, but there are so many other ways you could lose weight and lose fat without having to run, you know, four or five miles a day. You could do things such as HIT cardio, which is where you do uh, kind of an interval session. You do 30 seconds on, 30 seconds off. Or you do, you know, you're on the treadmill sprinting. You sprint for 30 seconds and you take a 30 second break. And you repeat that for 10 times and it's 10 minutes. Or maybe you do 30 seconds of jump squats and then you do 30 seconds of burpees and then you take a 20 second break and you repeat 10 times. That's high intensity interval training, giving all you have, resting and doing it again for a short amount of time. You could do that and then do some body weight exercises and eat a high carb, low fat diet. And you could lose a lot of weight if you want to. Or maybe you're that person that you don't like running, but you love lifting weights, you love building muscle, you love being lean and toned. You could totally do that by just lifting weights and doing a couple HIIT cardio sessions. You could still eat a lot of food, eat a lot of calories, lift a lot of heavy weights. If that's what you love to do and you hate running, go for the weights. You know what I mean? I think so many times people don't like working out because they feel like they have to do some sort of of working out or some form of exercise but if you have one that you really like or at least don't mind just do that one until you get bored of it and go to the next type of working out some people love boxing some people love crossfit Uh, i think some people just like walking on the stairmaster i don't like the stairmaster at all but some people just like taking stairs some people like simply playing a sport three times a week with their friends for exercise whatever you love to do just go for it and then your love and motivation for fitness will grow and also, too, it may change over the years. I used to be in cross country, and I used to run, and I loved it. Now I do not like running, but I love lifting weights and doing fun little cardio circuits. So your your likes could change, and that's okay. And that's the fun part because there's so many different types of exercise to do. You can do it for long amounts of time, short amounts of time. Everyone's different, but that's the beauty of it because there is something for everyone. Now, number nine, we're almost to the end. Number nine is buy resistance bands. I love resistance bands and the specific reason I'm sharing this is it's really good to have when you don't have access to the gym or you don't have time for the gym I use resistance bands a lot for leg muscles as well as um, using it in my cardio sessions I also have different types of resistance bands I could use on my arms my shoulders and my back you get a bunch on Amazon for pretty inexpensive and it's a great way to incorporate I think in your life in three ways first if you're traveling Bring them in the hotel room, do a 10-minute little resistance band workout, and you'll feel great. Second, do it in your actual home or your room when you don't have time to go to the gym, or maybe the gym is closed. You could do it for 30 or 45 minutes in your room, and it it may not be as much weight if you're going for, you know, adding a lot of resistance. It may not be as much weight as, say, lifting, you know, a 45-pound barbell or lifting, you know, a 75-pound weight. But if you do a lot of repetitions, it can really make you feel the burn, and you could be sore the next day. And the third way to use it I love is actually in my weight workouts. I put the resistance band around my knees and do squats or maybe I do lunges with it. Or if I want to do my back, I could, you know, do a couple reps on the resistance band and then go right into using some weight. And it's a good way to feel the burn add more resistance, work different muscle groups. So using it when I'm actually at the gym working out with weights is a great way to use a resistance band. I love them all, I'll link my favorite ones in the show notes below. I'd really encourage you to check them out and buy a couple if you have the money to do so. So number 10, the final one, and it's not um, the most important one, I'm not doing any of these in a certain level of importance, but I think this one is so small we don't think about it. And it's something I started to do this year and I love it. And it's this, take the stairs. Now I live on a college campus, so there's of course stairs everywhere and I live on the fifth floor in my apartment building. And I have been trying to take the stairs all the time. I'm not 100% great at this because there are times where I take the elevator. But for the most part, at the second half of this last semester, so I think from like October to December, through the half of December, I took the stairs all the time. And it just helps me feel like I'm getting more steps in. I feel like I'm actually getting more cardio in because you do sit a lot at college you sit when you study you sit in class and yeah you walk around campus but I just like taking the stairs and it's something for me to think okay you know maybe I didn't have the best workout session or maybe I didn't work out today or maybe I sat down a lot but you know what I took those five flights of stairs to my room I took those three flights of stairs to my classroom I still did that And over time, your steps will add up and it will make a difference. And another reason I did this was every time I took a flight of stairs, even if it was just one flight of stairs, I would be so out of breath. And I thought, what is wrong with me? Like, am I really not athletic enough to where I can't take a single flight of stairs? So I wanted to overcome, you know, my problem of being out of breath when I take the stairs. But I still get out of breath, even if I do, you know, five stairways ways. For three months, I still get out of breath, so I don't really know what's wrong with me. But I do love taking the stairs. It's a great way to incorporate some more cardio in your life. And it's a good way just to say, hey, I took the stairs. I accomplished another goal. I overcome another obstacle. I could take on my day. So thank you so much for listening to this episode about these 10 tips on how I like to stay healthy and fit, even in a busy, productive lifestyle. But I once again want to go back to that Bible verse and stress the importance of how we need to take care of our physical bodies for a greater purpose. Physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things. We shouldn't be so obsessed about what we look like, what we eat, how much we work out. And let me just say that, girl, I struggle with this all the time, so I'm here with you if you feel this way. But I just want to remind us all again that the reason we should take care of our bodies is for the greater purpose of glorifying God and Loving others and serving others with our gifts, because if we're taking care of the body that holds our soul and minds, we can use the gifts from our soul and minds in more productive, effective ways. And the last thing I want to also say is if you're struggling with finding motivation to work out, girl, God's got you. He will give you the time. He will give you the inspiration and motivation. If you're struggling with body image and you're comparing yourselves to others and all you think about is working out, let me say that, girl, God's got you. He is the one that gets to define you. You don't get to define yourself. God gets to define his creation and he loves you so much and he thinks you're beautiful and yes, he wants to take care of your body, but no matter what you look like or what you eat, he still gives you so much value because he loves you and he loved you enough to send his son to die for you and he does not want you to compare yourself to others because there's only one you and he wants you to live the life that he gave you, not someone else. He wants you to live the life he created for you. And if you're that person that has been on diet after diet and you don't know what's wrong, let me see that girl, God's got you. Pray to him for some guidance, for some strength, motivation, just clarity on what to do, and he will help you figure this out pray to him, he will listen to you, and he will give you the resources you need to live a healthy lifestyle so you can bring glory to him and love other people. So thank you all so much for listening to this. I look forward to talking to you in the next episode, and I hope that you are having a great start to 2020. Bye!